This is Simply Healthy, a podcast by Southern New Hampshire Health. So why breastfeed? How often should you nurse? What about your diet during breastfeeding? You have questions. Southern New Hampshire Health has answers. And here to answer those questions for us and talk about breastfeeding is Dr. Danielle Dunnitz, a pediatrician at Southern New Hampshire Health. Dr. Dunnitz, thanks for your time. We hear about breastfeeding all the time. Why is it important to breastfeed? Well, thank you for having me. Um, breastfeeding is the healthiest thing for both the mom and the baby, um, both short-term and long-term. If you look at breast milk under a microscope, it's alive. So when a baby gets sick or if a baby's exposed to germs, the mom will produce antibodies against those germs and it helps keep the baby healthy. And that's something that you can't get from formula. So that's very unique to breast milk. So long-term for the mom, it decreases the risk of breast cancer, ovarian cancer, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, and coronary vascular disease. So there's many benefits uh, for the baby you know, when it comes to breastfeeding. So what about the question of the mom's diet while breastfeeding? What does she need to know about this when it comes to her own diet while she's breastfeeding? So it's recommended that the mom continue on her prenatal vitamins, and she has to be aware of different nutrients and making sure that she's getting enough. So for calcium, she needs to get between 1,000 and 1,300 milligrams a day, which is, let's see, it's probably about three servings of milk, if you had eight-ounce cups of milk, like three cups of milk a day. Um, or you could take a supplement, but it is better to get enough calcium through your diet. You also want to make sure you're getting enough vitamin D. The baby's going to be put on vitamin D. So usually babies are put on 400 units of vitamin D a day. The mom can get the vitamin D through her regular prenatal vitamin, or she can go on um, over 5,000 units of vitamin D a day and opt to not give the baby the 400 units. So that way she makes sure that enough vitamin D is passing through the breast milk. For protein, she needs about six to six and a half ounces a day when nursing. So that's a good amount of protein. Um, so you can get that in like three ounce servings. So this is a couple times a day. And you also have to be aware of iron and folic acid. But again, she should continue on her prenatal vitamins. Okay, that's good advice. And what about alcohol consumption? So that's controversial. Um, you can consume a small amount of alcohol. though There's like a pumping and dumping technique that's not recommended anymore. But if you feel the alcohol that is affecting you, you should not be nursing the baby. At this point, it's recommended that you wait like a couple hours after having the drink until you don't feel it before nursing or pumping. Um, but pumping and dumping was something that people had been doing for years. So right now it is controversial. I mean, it's best to not drink alcohol. Um, alcohol in general can decrease your milk supply. So that's one thing to think about. It can decrease it about 20% over the next 24 hours, even if you just have one drink. So even if you don't feel it, it can decrease your milk production. And speaking about milk supply, how often should a woman breastfeed? So she should feed on demand and go by the baby's cues. At first, really every two to three hours, and she shouldn't go more than four hours until the baby's back at the baby's birth weight. Hmm, interesting. All right. And what if a woman is experiencing discomfort while breastfeeding? So there can be different reasons why a woman might experience discomfort while breastfeeding. Lots of times it's the baby's latch. 
So it would be good for either a pediatrician or a lactation consultant to see how the baby's nursing, um, and it might just be the positioning of the baby. Um, sometimes a baby could have something called a tongue tie or a lip tie, and that's something your pediatrician could address. Um, you could have cracked nipples, or you could get an infection like mastitis. So that's something to bring up to your pediatrician, or they might have you see a lactation consultant. And how do you know if your um, baby is getting enough milk? The big thing is, is the baby's weight. So when the baby's first born in the first couple of days, the baby shouldn't lose more than 7% of his or her birth weight. Then it's really based on peeing and pooping. So by a week of age, the baby should be peeing at least six times in 24 hours. And it can take about two to three weeks for a breastfed baby to get back to birth weight. So it is normal for babies to lose weight at first. Um, but that's, I think, one of like the mom's biggest worries is that the baby's not getting enough because you can't physically see how much the baby's drinking. So the big thing is weight loss, how getting back to birth weight, and the number of wet diapers. Very interesting uh, information. So how about common myths of breastfeeding? There are a whole bunch of them out there. Can you go through some of those for us? Um, so one common myth is that Breastfeeding is a great form of contraception, and you can't get pregnant while breastfeeding. So lots of women will not get their period while breastfeeding, but you can get pregnant while breastfeeding, especially um, after six months when the baby starts eating food, solids, and they start sleeping more. Uh, so some women will actually not get a period at all, and they get pregnant. Another myth is that women with smaller breasts can't make enough milk and that milk production has nothing to do with the size of the breast. It has to do with the number number of mammillary glands. So whether you're small or big-chested, it really doesn't matter. Dr. Dunitz, what else should a woman know about breastfeeding? I, I think it's best to be relaxed. I think women that are more stressed out about their milk end up making less. Um, talk to your pediatrician. It is one of the most difficult things to do, um, but it's really rewarding. Um, oh, and I think another thing that you should know is that you don't have to wean at 12 months. So the recommendation is to nurse as long as mutually desired. So the, if you're nursing your baby, that doesn't mean you have to switch to uh, whole milk at a year of age. That as long as the baby's continuing to nurse, the baby does not need cow's milk. You just have to make sure that the baby is getting enough calcium, whether through nursing or like yogurt and cheese and things like that. So you don't have to switch over to cow's milk just because the baby turns one. Great information, Dr. Donitz. Thank you so much for your time and talking with us about this today. For more information, please visit snhhealth.org. That's snhhealth.org. This is Simply Healthy, a podcast by Southern New Hampshire Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.